0: So welcome to It's Not A Man's World podcast. This podcast is all about exploring how men deal with relationships in the modern world. From that initial message or hello to developing a blossoming romance, all the way down to the times of sheer lust and desire. Lust and desire. Lust and desire. Is that me? A posh wang? No. Okay. The voices you'll hear from come, let's say, different measurements of the love thermometer, wank without it, anyway, I'm Dan and I've been pretty much in relationships for the last 30 years, I've had my fair share of good and bad experiences along the way, I'm joined by my own university flatmate Tom, I've known him for over 10 years and he's currently facing the challenge of the ever-changing dating world, he would regard himself as properly single, Tom's most memorable threesome, alcohol, wank, cry. You know what, your intros to me are getting better and better by the week. <laughs> can I just can I just comment on where we've been? Yeah. Yeah. So we before we record um our, our weekly podcast, hope you're enjoying it by now. I mean if you if you're still with us at this point, it means you've probably found something we said over the last three weeks, even though we had to do last week in a tube. Over the last three or so weeks funny. Um we, we normally try and grab a, a drink before the show just we to do. uh you know, catch up and there was a football game on chelsea liverpool there was a guy sat wasn't there, adjacent to us Jesus on a table Christ. and every time he's obviously a chelsea fan every time the ball went in the chelsea box he sounded like he was orgasming or, orgasming orgasming, orgasming. Or, <laughs> which is this uh, well, shows his girlfriend was sat next to him well, this is this is the strange thing we were there
1: obviously pre match our pre match and our yeah. pre pod getting ready and um there's this guy next to us who's getting excited over Chelsea. Now, you shouldn't get excited over Chelsea one, <laughs> but two, getting that high pitched is something very, very concerning. And the fact that they had a woman there who, well, was, the girlfriend seemed was probably to be thinking,
0: "You're it. making noises that I've not made for a long time because of you and your fucking football." <laughs> Jesus, every time I just made me feel really uncomfortable, right. Anyway, um, how we going? We good? Yeah, I'm good, but I want to flip this
1: over to you for one week. The last, the last few episodes, it's been how's Tom doing? Now, I'm a, I'm a very vain man. I, I like being asked how I am, but I want
0: to ask you, Dan Windle, how's your week been? It's good, mate. Thank you. Yeah, it's been busy. Uh, got a day off. Work's been quite busy. Uh, over the last especially a couple of weeks and they're doing this podcast as well but managed to have a good old-fashioned sunday fun day took the girlfriend out very nice um who also has been working hard on this podcast on our behalf of course contributing the girlfriend of a course. plenty so we were able to uh, go out and have some fun yeah we had a nice day on sunday went up the london eye is that a euphemism no 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 went in one of the pods it felt like one of the only sunny days we've had in the last, or the only sunny, good sunny day we've had yeah. in what feels like the last three, four weeks. So we, we lucked out a little bit. We had a really good day. Comedian Alan Davis was in our pod. Oh wow, Jonathan Creek. Yeah, Jonathan Creek wow. himself. Wow. Well, we just played it cool. We just played it cool. We just like, yeah, you know, it's not right, Alan. It's
1: chill, isn't it? In London, How you doing, mate. You okay? You meet minor Bridge. celebrities all the time in London. It's chill.
0: Yeah, yeah, always bumping into minor celebrities. I think half of the Big Brother season eight. Go to the Sainsbury's up the road from us anyway. So anyway, um <laughs> you are big time. I've mate. got I've gotta say we've gotta be far more disciplined than we were yes. last week. So we spoke for so long we ended up having to make it a two parter didn't we?
1: Yeah, we were we were so shambolic
0: that we had to stretch ourselves.
1: Just conversed
0: a plenty, a little too plenty. Uh and we um so we're gonna try and stay on track. Yeah, let's, tonight. You know what? This episode's gonna be all about focus. Focus wanted to quickly mention this. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you purely for research for the podcast. What did you? Where did you go? I basically went to. And this wasn't to aid your dating, your dating life. This was purely you, this is for the podcast. In the podcast, before getting my leg up, and it's the kind of guy you are. Look. I'm a the issue very. Is we've only been doing the podcast for about four weeks, so I don't know what the excuse has been for the last seven years. <laughs> anyway, so what, what did you get up to a couple of weeks ago?
1: I'm a very selfless man, as you know, <laughs> and I went to Twitter Virgin Con for the sole reason of research, mate, as you well know. So, are we
0: calling it Twitter Virgin Con? Yeah, right well, as well. Was, so, what? So, what was
1: it then? So, basically, Twitter opened up this room. Um, they called it Twitter Dating Advice, basically Bureau, Twitter Dating Advice Bureau. So, I thought Dating Advice Bureau. I need that. As a man of about town, gallivanting in my slightly single ways. So
0: I went in. When have you ever gallivanted? Oh, mate, I gallivant all the time. Every Friday? Where just, is he? Just, when, Pro- just he's probably off gallivant. Just when you're not looking, mate. Yeah, that, That's, it. that's yeah, what you got to remember.
1: That's a good line.
0: Write that one down.
1: I would, but then they'd come looking after me and go, When are you gallivanting? <laughs> anyway, this event. So this event, yeah. So I went there thinking well, it said it was an advice bureau, so I thought, Oh, maybe you sit down with someone, have a yeah, chat, yeah. just say basically you know, following on from the last episode. You know, it's been really tough for me. But it turns out it was nothing like that. It was basically tweets of guidance around this room telling you the do's and don'ts and or and people's experience of dates. So there was one that really caught my eye, it was quite interesting, is basically um, this person went on a first date and like what you said in the last episode, you need that sort of killer question to get someone hooked in. Absolutely. So someone said to the person they were on a date with, um, what food could you live without? And their answer was soup.
0: <laughs> a food. Well, it's a virgin con. Soup. <laughs> so a an event. For the virgins of London, yeah. So I'm, glad you, I'm glad you felt so confident.
1: I got, there. I got so much <laughs> advice; it was unreal. And now I'm stocked up with Heinz 57 tomato soup. Waiting
0: for that girl. I am. I am. can't do without soup. I keep rattling the tins, just <laughs> hoping someone will come in like Robin Hood. Anyway, our focus this week, and and it feels like a timely week to get everything we can out of you, Thomas, because uh, you've been guilty of a few of these over the years. Our focus this week and we're going to dive headfirst into it, is when we go on nights out, and you think of the days when we obviously known each other for over 10 years now, so when you used to go out on a student night when we were 18, 19 years of age, you slightly older. I was about uh, 26. Yeah, you were 26, 27, and it'd be like pounds pound of drink. So you could go out and get absolutely legless for like nine quid. Speak for yourself, I was more like a fiver. <laughs> It's the drunken message, a whole episode dedicated to the dreadful drunken message. How it happens, the aftermath, do they work, and how do you go about resolving them the next day, the next morning? We have to go face-to-face often with that person that received your moment of madness from probably the uh you know a few hours earlier the night before the painful um, aftermath can we start by setting up a scenario yeah i think it's yeah. important let's go for it so you're at work there's a new girl at work oh new girl at work the new girl is called tiffany <laughs> tiffany is a <laughs> I, lo- I love your names by the way right. that you come up with tiffany is the girl next door a little bit shy alluring. Just puts enough out there to keep you interested. Does she like breakfast? She doesn't know a lot of people, Tiffany. So she throws herself into the social work group. There's always Johnny, isn't there? At work, are we going out Thursday night, lads, 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 lads? Sambucas at five thirty. We're going down the Prince. She, she doesn't like Johnny, but she's interested what Johnny is offering. She's interested what the work group are offering. Is so Johnny Tiffany. offering a rubber by any chance? There's jump? Johnny. There's a mystery to her. There's just something that we want to know a little more about Tiffany. You go all out, Thomas, on your night out, and with Tiffany. You know, she's got her defences up. You don't know. She might have moved to a new area. You don't know how it it ended with Pablo, her ex-boyfriend. Oh, wow, there's a Pablo. When she moved into the big smoke. She's a village girl. You know, she's not used to Thursday nights out in Clapham. Thursday nights out in edgy places like Peckham and Brixton. She doesn't know anything about that. She's used to midnight pub Thursday night. You kidding me? I've got work the next day. But she's come to the big smoke and she's socially throwing herself in. But she's got her defences up. So, Tom, the point is, after six and a half pints, why have you sent a dick pic to Tiffany? (laughs) Wow. Why the drunken message? That has escalated really quickly. From... I've not fallen foul of drunker messages. I know for a fact you have sent enough drunker message, not to make you an expert in this subject for this episode of It's Not A Man's World podcast, but certainly to sort from a point of, the, from a better point than I can. I, so, I, I so, would so, say... So where's the drunker message come from? I would say drunk message connoisseur. <laughs> Where, why the drunker message? What, what's your thinking? Are you thinking at all? me into the into the thought or lack of thought of the drunker message.
1: So, first of all, that's a good point that you make there. Are you thinking not straight, that's for sure. Yeah, you're, you're a bit messed up, but honestly, I think when it comes to drunk messaging, it's it's emotional stuff that's so clearly bottled up. You know, you've got your situation with Tiffany there. Who knows how long you've been working with her? That's obviously been building up for a few days, so She's week. the
0: girl next door. You like Tiffany, you like the cut of her jib. Love a country gal.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that's what happens, basically, is that drunk messaging is essentially the stuff that when you're sober, when you're your normal self, you wouldn't say for fear of reprisal or consequence. But when you've got that, that alcohol in you, it releases that filter and you start feeling brave and you're like, yeah, go on. I'll send it. I'll take my chance. Let's see what happens. You know, if worst comes to the worst, I'll just blame it on the drink. And then you send that message and then all hell can potentially break loose. Would you
0: go as far as saying like on work nights out, all nights out, men and certainly women, we're all in the same boat with this one. We always have one drink too many. Yeah, yeah. Because, but... you know, you can like get on really well with somebody you may work with or hang around with in a social kind of a friend of a friend that you've, you've gone out and you've ended up in the same venue on a couple of occasions and are quite like her or quite like him it takes literally seconds to destroy that doesn't it absolutely <laughs> as i know from experience um
1: yeah it can do you know i think the the fact is is that these messages are obviously look when like as like i said before when you're sober you wouldn't do it for the fear of that happening for the fear of in in an instant you've just destroyed a relationship which a personally was working and b professionally if you're if you're sending that to someone at work, it can make it unbelievably awkward. Not just for the next day, but for however, however long you mm. work together.
0: Because it's difficult to self salvage that situation, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Um, you've said before you've sent a few mm. over the years. I, mean, I I used to get quite worried when we'd lose you, like the back end <laughs> of nights at university. I don't know where he's gone. Where has he gone? What's he doing? The kind of there was a fine line between he could be in a ditch because the one time that me and another mate for your birthday rugby tackled you out the way of a moving car and on your birthday it was a lorry it was a l- <laughs> don't forget it was a lorry
1: that we would lose you back end of night do you remember that night we ended up in. Um... Aqua Lounge.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that's purely just personally for us, then. We'll edit that bit out. Um, like a really rancid strip club. Um, did she have one leg? That's not important. We get off subject. Actually, we'll probably keep that in. That, that, was, um, that was part of the show, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah just, 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 She just used to go around in circles. Um, you'd like go off and you'd be on your phone doing damage. You know what? What were you, you... thinking? Uh, was any part of you, Tom, thinking... Are, I'm going to pay for this tomorrow. I'm going to pay for this further down the line. First of all, can I can I say I'm slightly
1: worried about my character here, that the fact that I would disappear for a night instead of being like, a, oh, he's off for a shag and he's a top lad, he's off sending a message that he'll regret in the morning. <laughs> I mean... Am I incorrect? No, 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 you're not at all, but I'm more, I'm more worried about my, my, my character as a... Well, no, I was going to say Laddington Bear, but that's an absolute <laughs> lie. To be honest, uh, I have done, not recently, but probably in the last couple of years I've sent messages like that. I don't know, I, I think it comes down to you're uh, you're obviously insecure about something that's going on and the drunk message is a release of just all that
0: pent-up pressure. It's horrible for Tiffany. Oh, poor it's old, awkward ti- for poor Tiffany. old Tiffers. I'm it's, so- all, it's awkward for Tiffany. You're causing and, a Tiff with Tiffers. And you aren't able to turn that around the next day? Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, chances- we might talk about that later. Can, I, can we quickly talk about the dick pic? The idea of the dick pic? <laughs> I Why mean, I people mean if you think to. that the dick pic is a good thing? I find it staggering that people are so... F- Frivolous? Frivolous in the idea of just sending that out there into the open. Snapchat, in my opinion, people that benefit from Snapchat are perfs. And just <laughs> <laughs> Just pervs. Straight up pervs. pervs. You are a pervert. All the all those kind of pictures of flaccid penises, they go somewhere. <laughs> Everything everybody says, ten seconds, send it to her. She sees it. It's up to her if she wants oh. to open it or not. It you, will just you... float off into the ether. It all goes into the big cloud up above us. They go somewhere. Why on earth are you it. sending a picture of a flaccid penis? That's what I mean. There's nothing attractive about a man's junk. So why do you so freely up and, and the I love that just people are like I've got to be honest, me and Monica, it's a bit up and down. Dating, it's been hard. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send a picture of my dick. I think that could turn it all around. People have always said that <laughs> Max, you have got a very handsome bit of meat between your legs you have got a good looking dick so i think you should send out as much as possible scrap that just get it out as much as you can That not matter if in the middle of the nightclub get it out and show it off if anything max it's better than your face wow I uh, i don't know who's saying that advice but they need help why do people get it out so much why are people showing it off
1: it's the danger it's probably the thrill of it wouldn't you think I think, I think people love the uh, the world of digital
0: erotica. I don't know anyone that benefits from sending a... Well, speak for yourself. Have you? I'm not going to comment. That's a no. <laughs> Remember, we love hearing from you. Please feel free to get in touch by either emailing it's not a man's world podcast at gmail.com or dropping us a tweet at not a man's podcast. Are you a fan of dick pics? Do you like receiving them? Do you like sending them? And how much bullshit is that from Tom Taylor saying that he's benefited from sending a picture of his junk to someone? Whoa, 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 Maybe. (laughs) Have you sent one? Not drunk. Oh, okay. So you were able to put a good filter on it and stuff. I get it. I've sent a picture of my leg and pretended it was. (laughs) That's our thoughts on this anyway. Time for a different point of view. Viewpoint. Let's be honest. She speaks far more sense than we do. In the last week... She, and we've discussed this show on this podcast, this show that Netflix had done, Love is Blind. Yep. Um, she's she's officially a fan oh, is of she? this show now. She's watched you know, how you can do on Netflix very quickly, watch an entire series. She watched it in like a day and a half. Oh, wow. So uh, I'm worried I'm going to now wake up one morning and she's going to have locked me into an isolated booth <laughs> and just want to talk to me through a wall.
1: Do you want and to make And a sandwich? not let me out
0: until I propose. <laughs> Anyway, she'll be known to you, as she always is, as the girlfriend.
2: Drunken messages are a thing because it gives you that extra bit of confidence when you've had a drink. Obviously, you've all heard from me, I like a drink. And I think when you get drunk, you just feel like you can open up a bit more and go that extra mile with what you're saying. Might be a bit flirtier. Reveal your feelings a bit more. Like I know with Dan, when I, like first sort of sent the drunken message mine was more about like my feelings towards him I think I put oh I think I'm completely like falling for you a bit cheesy it's a message I wouldn't have sent like in the day because I was a bit nervous about saying how keen I felt for him but I do think that the drunker you are sometimes the more honest you are I don't like dick pics I really don't like dick pics Especially unsolicited dick pics Like I'm sorry men But no one wants to see a picture of your penis When we're going about our day And like What's attractive about a dick pic Really Like I'm quite fortunate That I was never really sent a lot of unsolicited ones Like I've had experience But yeah It's just not nice It's not It's not appropriate sometimes Obviously if you're having a flirty mood And you're in I don't know if you're sexting then fine, but there's a time and a place for a dick pic. And most of the time, it's not appropriate, I don't think. What's really attractive about a penis when you're eating your cereal in the morning?
0: What is attractive about a penis when you're eating cereal in the morning? <laughs> Everyone loves us now. Puff, co cock <laughs> <There> <laughs> Sorry, go. I couldn't resist. There I couldn't resist. Um, no one likes to see the dick pic. We're on the same length being the girlfriend on that one. Well, that's why you two are matched really well, because, you
1: know, you do you
0: not like unsolicited images of private parts. I think we are going to get, before the conclusion of this week's podcast, a definitive answer out of you on whether you've sent a dick pic. You can try. Oh, he's definitely sent one. Definitely sent a dick pic, Tom Taylor. And you know what? I'll pay good money to see it. Not in a weird way. Well, I was going to say, not in a what weird the hell way, are you, you talking about? Kind of like, about? um... I don't know, like Christopher Columbus. He wanted to go see the other side of the world. Not necessarily because he thought the other side of the world would be better than this side of the world or he wanted to get away from his family and friends. There was an intrigue to it, an uncertainty about it. And it's got to a point now that we've known each other long enough. I think I'd like to know, is the rumour right? Does it go around right corners? No, no. Is that, it bent at 90 degrees? No, that was our other friend at uni, and you know who <laughs> that was. Um,
1: no, the, I mean, I'm i not going to question where society or human evolution is going. You're mm. talking about Christopher Columbus exploring the world, and Dan Wendell wants to see another man's mm. penis, just for exploration reasons. I mean, that's... I t- I'm slightly worried
0: about... Us as a, as a species. Call me the modern-day explorer. <laughs> I want to see dangerous things. <laughs> right, time for some dear dumbass. Uh, when we give our advice on some edgy love dilemmas, uh, we go out there and give our own opinions. And I think, Tom, that timely, when we're talking drunken messages, the idea of the drunk message, we'll shortly talk the aftermath of the drunken message. Have you uh, found one that works for this week's topic? What you got for us?
1: Yeah, I think I have. Right, so... Uh... Dear Dumbass, I saw a text on my husband's phone he'd sent to a girl we know. It read, I love you and I miss you. She is only 23 and her dad is his colleague. I'm 48 and he's 49. We're on our way back from a break in the Canaries. It was a oh, great very trip. Nice.
0: Yep. nice part of the world. It is nice, isn't it? Remember how sunburnt I got when we went to Canary? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, Where did we go? Yeah, yeah. We were in the Canaries. Like, I, yeah, I got was very kid. burnt, didn't I? Yeah, yeah lines were oh yeah was yeah toasty right? yeah peeling for i mean weeks. that that definitely wouldn't have been a great dick pic. peeling for weeks that's uh, the only pale bit of me left <laughs> <laughs> anyway carry on saved yourself uh it was a great you trip. you don't want to burn there do you think of the friction anyway yeah god i don't want to think about that
1: imagine the ointment you have to put on afterwards it was a great trip and it made me feel like we were a couple again i played a game on his phone on the flight home and clicked on the text by mistake when I asked him about it the next day he insisted it meant nothing I thought yeah right it didn't mean nothing to me
0: Um, we don't know if these are drunken messages no this could be a uh, a a sordid affair potentially Um, it's good that she's found it found out because she deserves honesty doesn't she she deserves to find out the truth yeah yeah of course where are you standing on this one I mean, she's in the
1: right, obviously. You know, if if this, if her husband, sorry, not this man, her husband. There's is, a significant
0: age gap as well, isn't there? Yeah,
1: I mean, twenty twenty six years.
0: Twenty six.
1: That's that's not cool, chief.
0: No. I mean, that's. I mean, there's a good chance. What was he? Forty odd. He's forty nine. So he's probably only just realised how emails work. So. <laughs> So what's he doing on text? Well, he's obviously gone He's gone one too far early doors, hasn't he? Pe- perhaps he sent a dick Should've pic. Should have stuck to a pager. M- pager? And you, that's why in um, Pretty Woman, wasn't it? That's how she used to deal with her clients. <laughs> You're talking about the 90s? Yeah, pager. Or was it the 80s? I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to have to look that up. Richard Gere pretty woman
1: pretty woman walking down the street
0: pretty woman girl that's like me. 1990 oh there you go so like the page, so they filmed it in the 80s obviously yeah it takes some time to film it produce it and polish it up um, that's like this podcast yeah absolutely uh, this takes about 3 years to polish up as well <laughs> bloody hell yeah i th- so yeah pages they the much more simplistic way to communicate with hookers um, so now I can understand how he's got himself caught out here Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's right No, it's not right It's not right And she absolutely should kick him to the curb Kick yeah. him to the curb I'm feeling strongly feeling strong this week I think we've been a little too kind In previous weeks Listening back I think we've given our opinions And we've, we've had it out We've said, oh, you should go back to him, blah, blah, blah I think this week I think we should put our foot down and say You know what? Yes john has finally worked out how to email and text brilliant he's finally got rid of the pager you know what he what damage he was doing with that but you know what jill kick john to the curb agree agree because he is a dog damn dirty dog a dirty dog kick him to the curb yeah i'm with you on that jill tell him to fuck off while we end one relationship should we try and start another yeah why not rush our crush this is from the Cheeky Brunette with Glasses. Ooh. A gorgeous older man with a sexy goatee. Is she 23 by any chance? A sexy goatee. Oh, I don't know about don't, that. Them two words don't no, work that, together, That's an
1: oxymoron in today's it's society, a sexy for, for sure. sexy goatee
0: and blue eyes on Friday on the 729 train to Liverpool Street. Thanks for offering me your seat. I wish there had been room for two. Maybe next time we could share a coffee. A sexy goatee. Yeah, I um, mean the cheeky brunette with glasses might need to go back and get a slightly better pair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, goatees are not not the trend. I mean, not that I'm a trendsetter, but I certainly wouldn't go with a goatee.
0: The aftermath, Tom. Um, you are the king of the aftermath. I am indeed. You do your best work after, don't you? <laughs> I do. Um, I do my best work so, rebuilding. So you send the drunk message. You go in foggy head the next day. I've had too much to drink. You quit to apologise to everyone else. They laugh it off. How do you deal with the Tiffany situation? You've sent a message to her. It was over. It was inappropriate. It was uh, wide of the mark. It's probably not been well received. Can you laugh it off? Can, will she laugh it off? Do you take responsibility? How best, in your opinion, do you deal with what is a pretty awkward mess?
1: I think, first of all, you got to own up. Take responsibility for your totally actions. Agree. You know, it doesn't matter if you're drunk or not, or whatever bottled emotions. You shouldn't be sending stuff that's not cool. Mm-hmm. So if you've done it, you know, it's happened. You've just got to knock it on the head and just say, look, sorry, shouldn't have sent that. Um, I hope it hasn't done too much damage, but I can understand if, you know, things have now changed between us in terms of a...
0: Professional, you've pers- got to that responsibility. Pers- you be yeah. honest. Yeah. So I have. Um. I think I know how I can end this issue. Bring a, on. Bring a halt to it.
1: Damn, Windle. solving out, problems. I could have
0: had Brexit done in three weeks. That's a bold claim. I'd have got it dealt with. Can't believe no one has produced, designed an app that blocks your phone. So okay. stops you from doing something you truly regret. So let's say an app that you set up on your iPhone, you put it into drunk mode. You know you're on a night out. You, sit, you set your iPhone into drunk <laughs> like mode. Like that, like that. And there's that. an app that stops you sending drunken texts, stops you making stupid calls, tracks your movements so you can remember the night before, and helps your friends find you, worst case scenario, if there's a bit of an emergency. Okay. Because so that can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've lost X or Y. Y, um, a group of girls... Um, one of the girls has gone missing, it, it can be quite quite worrying. Let's describe it as a condom for your phone. <laughs> Safe texting. Yep, yep, protection um, at all times. And I saw some um some colleges in America kind of designed an app, something quite similar. Is this
1: part of your research
0: again? Yeah, and it was designed to be activated the, the night. Um, and just put a couple of tests in place, do a couple of, I don't know, like coordination tests. So like, uh, can, I you, see you've got... can you draw a straight line on your phone? Can you f- fill in the dots on your phone successfully? So, so detect, basically, if you're pissed or not. Yes. Okay. And if it says, it blocks your phone. I can't believe someone hasn't gone out there and designed an effective app that for physical... I think people would pay for this. They speech would. recognition. You've got to say a certain oh, phrase. Third speech, yeah. And if it notices third speech. The technology is out there. Yeah, I'm surprised no it's it. It's amazing now. What, you, what technology out there can do for you. I can't believe that somebody couldn't set something up, that you have a set phrase and you say it and your phone can notice if you're slurring your words or there's a certain tasks it asks you to do and you can't fulfil it until you can. So the next morning, when you're finally thinking clearly, I think that would work and that would stop you making so many stupid errors. And then if you're going to make an error, at least you're going to do it face-to-face. <laughs> like they like used to do in the old days the, the good If you tell a girl you wanted to shag her You'd say it to her face yeah. I want to shag you Tiffany <laughs> But let me go and be sick first <laughs> yeah. Sorry there's already some sick on my chin I know <laughs> I do that. But that was the cheesy chips from earlier They were nice weren't they So about the shag No okay I'll see you in the morning <laughs> You better not remember this now Ah, Good old Tiffers At least if I'd done it to your face You could look at me and say fuck off <laughs> What but do you that, think on this? Well, I think we
1: shouldn't announce this publicly. We should do this as a private investment. Get get an app going for drunk. We we
0: can make millions. Do you think so? Yeah. So you're a fan of this. Because heading in, let's be honest, we were, when we were planning this podcast, I was cynical. You were cynical. I was. But, but, I was. But in the recording, you, you are I've, well, I've got well, you around. Well,
1: I think if you can get the the tests right, you've got it nailed The on.
0: Technology's out there, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, it should be nowadays. I mean, if you can get face recognition, surely you can do like voice recognition in terms of slurred or you can do, like you say, like tests, like draw a line or something like that. The only problem me is people will probably sue you if uh, if you're sober and you're just trying to, you know,
0: get on with your day and it goes, sorry, you're too drunk. You're out of your phone for the next six hours. <laughs> yeah, please pull up at that second as well, <laughs> yeah. sir. Your phone has told us you're too drunk. I've had an apple juice. Very quickly... To uh to finish this week's episode, would you be supportive of? I'm calling it rehab for Tom. Would okay. you go cold turkey? Would you mind on a night out then, if if it had happened previously or moving forward? If we were yeah. when we go out with our friends, which we do, take your phone off. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think I would. Would you be? Do you think that would be an idea going forward? If if you've got a a, a guy or a girl in your group that is known for making stupid mistakes on nights out. Hooking up with a guy or a girl that they shouldn't be because later that night they're getting on their phone, they're arranging. I'm just
1: thinking of a friend of ours who uh, <laughs> who enjoys a junk car. No, uh, she could
0: be listening. You can't say that. <laughs> and um, do you think that would be an idea? Post midnight, there you go. You can have it back when you book your Uber. Yes. Yeah. Other forms of or, uh, transportation at, at, are available. Actually, only problem with that though
1: is if you give it back to them when they're in the Uber, they are probably just go, oh, text away, you're not there." Okay, but you've I, got to take them to. Their I think field. I think if it was like uni and you all live together, great idea. Mm, great shout,
0: great shout. That's all the time we've got, mate. Flown by another week, another episode of It's Not a Man's World podcast. Again, we'll be back next Friday on Acast, Apple Podcasts, and of course, we want to hear from you as always. You sending your experiences that they make our day. We love hearing. We love people, to hear from you. What they think of the podcast, their experiences on some of the topics we've discussed, the best drunkard message you've got, your best first date, the first message that works for you on dating apps, what you think on dating apps. Love to hear from you. Email us, it's not a man's world podcast at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at not a man's podcast. Thank you for listening. Give us a five star rating. We really appreciate it if you could send us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. It would mean a lot if you continue to share with your mates as well. If you've enjoyed what we've produced so far, we've certainly enjoyed making this podcast. Uh, next week, Speak something for yourself. a little bit. Do I hate him? I hate him. <laughs> they keep they drag us into a room. Where we have to talk at each other. Uh, next week, something. It keeps telling people I said dick pics. It's outrageous. You have obviously sent a dick pic. I just want to see it. Does that make me weird? I'm gonna fucking get your phone in a minute. Anyway, next week something a little bit different. How do we cope when it doesn't quite work out? Next week we're going to talk rejection. And we're going to focus on how Tom keeps rejecting the damn idea of me seeing his dick.